Good evening and welcome to the Pits and Peril podcast. I am your host, Todd Kramer, and week three is now in the books. So we've brought in Mr. Nikki Lepla by popular demand to help us go over everything that happened last week and look forward towards week four. Nikki, say hello to the good people. Hey, Todd. Hey, everyone. It's great to be on the podcast. It's uh, it's really a privilege here. You're a big fan of the show. It's a prestigious place to find yourself right now. <clears throat> And can't think of any place I'd rather be. And I think, especially now that you are not 0-3, you know, you got your first win, uh, you're probably feeling a little bit better about being on the pod. Yeah. I mean, um, I think I got this advice from Franco maybe like five years ago. He said, I don't panic till I start 0-4. And I took that this year because there's an extra game. I, you know, I, I really wasn't going to panic until I was 0-5. Um, so that was, that was kind of my philosophy heading into last week. Yeah, it's a long season. Injuries can happen. A lot can change. I mean, three games is nothing. So even Mr. Wally sitting in dead last at zero and three, he's got a shot. He's got a shot. It's a long season, like you said. So, um, you know, I think Wally needs to update his name. Um, it's been the same name. It's a good. It was a good name to start. It brought me back. I remember that controversy, but you know, it's time to update that. Um, I think that might bring him some good juju. That's very true. You need to, uh, <clears throat> you need to stay current when you have, you know, this type of changing of names. You can't just sit with the same name all season long. You got to start making moves. Actually, Alex Holden probably also needs to be making moves on team names as well. Alex, <clears throat> Alex, Alex keeps his name. Alex, that's his, that's a little bit of stable. He kind of goes against the grain. Um, we'll see how that works out for him this year. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's look back at week three. I mean, I think the biggest news story was, uh, you having that comeback against, uh, Alex and Alex losing, uh, McCaffrey in the process. I mean, that was a difference maker. I, with a healthy McCaffrey, there's no way you win that week, but that's fantasy football. Well, we can go down the ifs and buts, but yeah, you got to play the game. I mean, if Mike Williams doesn't score a last minute touchdown, I win for sure. So if Allen you know, Robinson as a competent human being. Right. Football, so I don't I, I don't think that's necessarily a, a, a great analysis of how it went down. But um, yeah, for sure. I benefited from Christian McCaffrey not having a full game. Well, him going down Thursday. It just it set up a big weekend for everyone to pay attention to. Everyone knew that there was a shot Nikki was going to be out of the pits. Well, let me tell you exactly what happened. So <clears throat> as we head into that week, I get a call from Will, I think on midnight on Thursday, being like, dude, you got to change out Ayuk. Like, come on, man. He's like dead. He's like, you got to manage your team. Then on, <clears throat> I think, Saturday night, I get a call from or i got a text from you todd at some it point was from Fizz. no 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 uh i i, I oh that's right i did text you no i think you did text me being like man iuk really I, and then true. at 6 30 in the morning on sunday I'm, i happen to be up twiz texts me saying nikki you gotta you gotta get iuk out of there and at this point i'm thinking i had been thinking about making that move but I really couldn't live with myself if Ayuk had a big game. And I remember the Sunday night game from last year where he hurdled the Eagles player. And, you know, 
I just re- I, I just couldn't live with myself if he had put up any sort of production at all. I had trade offers for IU. People were trying to buy him on the low. And so I stuck out. I stuck with him. And then, I mean, the big turnaround on my squad was Urban Meyer giving James Robinson yep. the ball more than three times. Because I think you analyzed this well in your first podcast, Todd, the, the boom bust mentality. I've got a lot of first year player or I got a lot of players in new situations, whether it's Robinson with a new quarterback, Ayuk with a new quarterback, uh, Allen Robinson with a new quarterback, James Robinson with a new coach. Um, you know, there's Her- Jalen Hurts is a first year starter. There's a lot of variability with my squad. So um, it, it was nice to see it kind of turn around a little bit. Yeah, no, I had been right on with calling your team, you know, with the capacity of major busting, but uh, it seems like that may be in the past. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I got to tell you, I was I was feeling cautiously optimistic heading into Sunday night, knowing I was going to the game, too. I just felt a good aura around the Niners and the Niners offense and Iuke and, and, and Kittle. Um so as soon as I was kind of in the game, I checked it. You know, I wasn't checking it as frequently as I sometimes do on Sunday. You know, you know when you're caught in the refreshing every oh, yeah. 15 seconds mode. I wasn't I wasn't there, which, you know, I, I, I had a good peace of mind. And then I, I checked it before the game and it looked like doable. So I actually I actually had a good feeling. And then going into Sunday night, you know, anything could have happened or in, into Monday night, anything could have happened. But um yeah, the the reason why I like Jalen. Nikki, cut out there. Can you hear me? Nikki? Hello? Can you hear me? Nikki? Can you hear me? Now I can hear you. So you were saying the reason you like Jalen Hurts. Hey, Todd? Yes, can you hear me? Hello. I apologize for the. Well, we had some technical difficulties, but we'll see if I'm able to splice together these two uh, <laughs> recordings. But Nikki was saying something about Jalen Hurts. <clears throat> yeah, the reason why I like Jalen Hurts is because he can have a shitty game. And on Monday play. and still put up 20 points. Yep. The the rushing just helps so much. So I think that just about does it for the wrap-up of last week. Everything else was pr- pretty standard. Nothing was really close. But there is one thing I think that's important to touch on. Going back to the original podcast, the, uh, the draft wrap-up, I thought it was uh, pretty interesting to note that after three weeks, the team I picked for first place, which was Wally, is sitting in dead last and the team <laughs> I picked for dead last Bronco is set, sitting in first. So I did the total George Costanza did the opposite of the uh, correct thing to do. Yeah. Franco's strength is, I mean, uh, let me just open up Franco's team right here. He's got a great team name. He's got a new great team name. I mean, uh, a Lord of the Rings reference. Are you kidding me? Let's, you know, it's not as good as bodily functions, but it's pretty creative. I, I do want to point something out, though. For yeah. points four, Franco is, would be in sixth place. So 
he's been getting pretty lucky with his matchups where no one's putting up points against him. And I've been getting super lucky with my matchups as well. So I'm not one to talk, but his team is not the, uh, it exudes more strength in the uh, standings than they really have in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, Franco had a great pick with Debo Samuel. What is he like the number two receiver in the league right now? So, I mean, that's just hit so well. Yeah. Yeah. Hopkins has been playing great. He's got a great quarterback. Amari Cooper will have, will put up big games. So, and he's got his quarterback situation is really, really solid. So Broncos team is, is deep for sure. Okay. Well, let's talk about some uh, guys making their teams a little more deep uh, overnight with some uh, waivers. We had a really big one that I don't think anyone's surprised. Alex Holden was willing to spend more than everyone else to get Chuba Hubbard. I mean, just makes sense. Yeah. When I see a move like that, I'm filled, you know, this is maybe just cause I'm a, I'm sometimes lean towards being more of a pessimist. I'm filled with regret. Like I should have just picked up Chuba and whatever his name is when he was a free agent, knowing that there was a chance that Christian could go down and he'd have a lot of trade value or I could just play him. So I look at that move and yeah, I think Alex had to do it. Um, I had, I mean, he's always going to be willing to spend more than someone that doesn't have Christian McCaffrey because he may only get a week as the starter. McCaffrey could come back after a week and then he still has value for Alex just holding him as a handcuff, but for everyone else, it's just, it's just a worthless roster spot. So it's not surprising that he outspends everyone else. Right. 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 The, it's just the, the Vegas gamble of picking him up on a, you know, just holding him on your roster, kind of like whatever the backup for Dalvin cook, Madison, who I also think had a big week kind of having yeah. one of those guys on your roster. Isn't necessarily the worst strategy in case someone goes down at any given point. They call the lottery ticket. I picked one up. I picked up AJ Dillon right before the week. I didn't have any plans to start him if you know this week ever but you never know if aaron jones goes down so yeah you got to play the lottery tickets if you have a spot in your bench it's not a bad strategy and then the other one that i thought was interesting was zach moss you know that backfield in buffalo is pretty rough but i think he's totally startable this week against houston who picked up zach moss who picked up keenan did which is actually interesting because he won't that's not the problem keenan loves running backs it's a great strategy yeah, but he can't play him this week because you're going to play Gibson, you're going to play Aaron Jones, you're going to play Nick Chubb. So great matchup. Maybe but he might trade him. him. He could trade him. Yeah, maybe he he'll trade him, him for someone. Because that Houston matchup's pretty saucy for running backs. Yeah, that's a juicy matchup. Another pick I just regret was not picking up Brandon Cooks. I forget who, who got him, but he's having a big year. I with- think. Bill has him. Oh no, Bill or Ace? I can't remember one of those. Yeah, great pick, great pick under the under the radar pick on the Houston offense. Yeah, and then I think so. Alex Holden picked up Sanders as well, who's looking pretty good in Buffalo, even though he's thirty four. Ooh, this was a fun one. I picked up Tyler Heineke for five dollars. If you check the uh, Fab offers, uh. Cappy also bid $5 on him. So we had a tying bid, but I was ahead in terms of waiver position. So I got him. Stole him from Cappy. That's an interesting move, uh, Todd. I'm not sure I'm a huge fan of that. But well, um, yeah. Jared Goff and Jared Goff is in Chicago this week, and Heineke's playing Atlanta, which 
is the worst passing defense. So I figured I can at least start him for one week while we figure out what's going on with Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, I'm going to go out there and say Jared Goff has a big week this week um, against the Bears. Pick him up. Yeah, yeah, I might do that. So, and he's your team name. I just don't love the whole. I, I don't love the symmetry in that move. I'm just gonna, just gonna this tell. Is like, true. I do have to think of a new name now. Uh, but you know, I still got time. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, the, the, I mean, another just interesting thing looking at this, it's just the value of a great kicker. I mean, Justin Tucker had a massive week. I'm trying to who who had Justin Tucker. Let's look that up. That was a crazy week for kickers, though. Yeah. I mean, I'm not happy with my kicker right now. I've got this guy on the Bucks, who the Bucks all they do is score touchdowns. So, you know, that's an area I'm looking to improve, and I'm I'm really happy for whoever had Justin Tucker because that's – That was Wally, and he had 17 points, but it still wasn't enough. Yeah, that's sad. You hate to see an effort like that go to waste. Yep. Okay, well let's uh, let's talk about the week ahead. Uh, I think if memory serves correct, we did about seven or eight minutes before everything cut out. <laughs> so now we're at about fifteen minutes, probably. But um, wait, is there anything else that was on the li- the agenda that we were supposed to talk about? Let me scroll up here. Ah, we do have to go over news and injuries. So obvious ones to go over is Christian McCaffrey is out for he's not on the IR, which is a good sign, but he's going to miss this week, probably another week. It seems like AJ Brown on my team's in a similar situation with a hamstring issue. That's going to keep him out for a couple of weeks, but he's not going on IR. And I heard uh, Julio Jones has something pretty similar, but he's more likely to play any other injury news that you uh, have heard. You there? Nikki, Mr. Lepla. That was, that, that, that was not my fault that time. I literally <laughs> could hear you. I was just talking. It, it didn't pick up my mic. I mean, we don't have the most professional setup, so <laughs> it's it's to be expected from time to time. So we, any other we, injuries we you want to go over? Happy to help us out. This is By true. the way, I like Cappy Squad a lot this year. I think I think he's I think he's got a chance. I think he's really strong at wide receiver and, you know, his quarterback situation is great. Gronk's having a monster year. Eckler and Sanders are just underperforming a little bit. Um, I've been whooping his ass this week, so I'm not that worried about it. Yeah. Eckler's having a great year. It's really Miles Sanders, but yeah, I think, I think Cappy is a under the radar pick for this year. I really like his squad. Yeah, I do too, but Trevor Lawrence has been absolute trash recently, so we'll see. Wow. How- and he's got somewhat he's, his kicker's name is Gay. I mean, there's a lot you can do with that. It's almost too easy. Yeah, it's almost too easy. You might want to just pass on it. <clears throat> so a couple of other injury notes to go over. Sterling Shepard, I believe, is out already for the week. Uh Anyone else that you know of that is not going to be playing? That's important. No, I haven't been paying attention. Okay. So it looks like, oh, and T. Higgins. T. Higgins is out. Oh, T. Jizzins. 
Yeah, he's he's done for the week. Oh, we got Josh Gordon coming back. We should do a bet on uh, how long until he smokes weed and gets kicked out of the league again. Is it still illegal to smoke weed in the NFL? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, is, who, who, what team's he on now? Kansas City. Unreli- I mean, it's just so hard to start a wide receiver who's not Tyreek Hill on the Chiefs. Yeah, it's been hard to start Tyreek Hill on the Chiefs even. Yeah. Okay, well, let's. Uh, I think the big matchup coming up this week is you against Wally. Uh, why don't we open that bad boy up and take a look here? God, yeah. Justin Herbert looks like he is going to be a superstar. He is, I mean, lights out best young quarterback in the league right now, besides Mahomes probably, but. Well, he just beat Mahomes last week. I know. I don't think he's that far behind. Mahomes is a better player, but Herbert is no joke. Yeah. I mean, I think I have the advantage at quarterback. I think Wally has the clear advantage of wide receiver. I think yeah. I've got the advantage at running back. I've got the advantage at tight end. So here, here's some things to think about for wide receiver. Allen Robinson on your team is due. Like, he's due for a game. He's got well, too much talent to be putting up so many duds. You have to expect sooner rather than later he's going to have a breakout game. It just who's going to be quarterback. If it's Dalton, I'm more confident. If it's Fields, less so. I completely agree with that. And I think what's going to happen is the Bears offense is so futile. They're just going to have to open it up more and get him more targets. That's kind of what I'm banking on. It's pretty uneducated, to be honest. I don't I'm not tracking the Bears that closely. All I know is that it was just a brutal game for them. But yeah, I mean, when your best player, when you're losing and your best player isn't involved, it doesn't take a genius to figure out to get your best player the ball more. So that's kind of what I'm thinking on. And then he's got Galladay, who's in a really good, or you've got Galladay, who's in a really good spot this week because Sterling Shepard's going out, and that's a ton of targets um, that are going to end up going towards Galladay. And I think Slayton may also be nursing an injury too. Uh, yeah, so Daniel Jones is, you know, this is his make or break year. I'm kind of, I've kind of, I've got him on my bench. I think he's motivated. I don't think he's that bad. I think he gets, he actually gets some sneaky rushing yards. I think we all remember the, the game last year where he had a 90 yard run and then tripped on the four yard line. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I don't think he's, I, I, I think he's a decent um, backup quarterback. Yeah. And I, you guys still don't feel comfortable with, but against Seattle, they're going to be passing a lot. So I think you're pretty safe there. Yeah, I may swap in Cole Beasley this week. Cole Beasley is just getting a, a, t- a shit of targets. Um, he's not. He could, get, he could get game scripted out against Houston if they get up early. That's just going to be the Zach Moss and Devin Singletary show, and they'll just run him into the ground. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. That's actually a great point. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a terrible script for Houston. Uh, but you never know. Houston's offense has showed up. Um, yeah, the other one is actually Tim Patrick because not only is uh, Jerry Judy out, but now KJ Hamler is out for the year. Uh, oh, that's so, interesting. I didn't know that. I don't even know who KJ Hamler is, but um, KJ, they're like speedy little wide receiver out there in Denver. He just, uh, I think he tore his MCL or something, and he's out for the it. year. He's their like shittier version of Tyree Kill or yeah. that kind of player. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the issue with Tim Patrick is he's kind of like a boom or bust type guy. He's got um, he's got a couple touchdowns this year. Um, you don't feel super comfortable starting him, but I did spend some Bitcoin to pick him up given Judy's injury. Yeah, no, I like him. So then going over to the other side of the equation, you've got McLaurin, who's got his own set of questions, but it is versus Atlanta. So you can feel pretty confident for Wally uh, rolling out McLaurin there. Corey Davis, I what an amazing first game. And then Zach Wilson showed his uh, true colors and he's absolute garbage. And uh, it's tough to trust. Yeah, I, mean, I hate everything time. about the New York Jets. I hate their coach. I don't, I think their coach is overrated. I thought Salah, I thought Salah had great players. I think their quarterback situation is terrible. I think the franchise, you know, it's just, it's been stuck in mediocrity for so many years. I don't think you can bet on the Jets until they show you something. It's just, yeah, you know. He had 10 targets last week, so that's that's a good sign. But it's yeah. trusting Wilson is a scary proposition. But uh, I do love DJ Moore. I think DJ Moore is the real deal. And against- I did not see that coming this year. Sam Darnold's resurgence in Carolina. Yeah, I thought I, I thought- think Ace has Sam Darnold. That's a great pick. Yeah, I didn't see that. I expected because Robbie Anderson had played with Darnold in uh, New York that maybe they would have a little chemistry and that could keep more from getting to his uh, upside. But God damn, he's been good. And playing Dallas, I mean, that's just a no-brainer. So that's – he's going to – yeah, I think he's got the edge in wide receiver. Yeah, Julio Jones could have a monster week against the Jets. Although, to your point, he could get game scripted out early. He could get game scripted out, and he's also – he's got an injury. He's got a hamstring. He didn't practice. Um, I don't love Wally's defense against uh, no, that's a That's a bad situation to be in. It's a bad situation. Justin Tucker in Denver, though, I'm really scared about that. He could hit some bombs. Oh, in that thin air? <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I mean, if he hit a 66-yarder in Detroit, he could – you know, I'm scared to see what he'll do this week. Yeah. he's His big issue right now has been Jonathan Taylor. I mean, that – Colt situation has been bad and in terms of draft capital spent and what you're getting in return it just he's not been doing it I think actually Naheem Hines is probably outscoring him uh as a fantasy player this year so yeah that's I mean, pretty that's scary just a gamble on Carson Wentz yeah. and his ability to move the ball and that's not a gamble Wally know. does have Montgomery against uh Detroit though so that's going to be some points that's a great matchup. Yeah, again, there's question marks about that offense in general, but yeah, he could get a lot of carries. Yeah, well, with their quarterback issues, I think it would be in their best interest to just run Montgomery all over the Lions. I think he'll he'll crush yeah. if they do that. If they it, give him 25 carries. It's so obvious that the Lions know that too. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I think – I mean, we'll see. It'll be, it'll be interesting to look back and see how Montgomery does this Kamara against the Giants is a sweet matchup for you. I think you'll get those 20 points, no problem. You know, multiple touchdowns, 100 yards, all-purpose yards. It seems like a pretty safe bet. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I don't think we'll know this week until Monday night, which will be, which will be kind of interesting because my, my, the rest of my team is probably going to be shitty. Uh, James Robinson is going to probably put up a dud against the uh, – I don't know about that. I can – I could see James Robinson. I mean, how do you not learn from that experience? The, finally, you let the guy drive. You know, you give him the keys, and he, he just crushes it. You got to let him go. 
Yeah, yeah, no, this is just my pessimism going into a Thursday night game with one of your studs. You know, you got to, it's kind of like Alex last weekend. He needed Christian McCaffrey to perform on Thursday. Tends, it feels good when it happens. When it doesn't happen, it's kind of, you know, kind of like, okay. And then Herbert doesn't play until Monday night. So this, this might be another, um, this might be another one that comes down to the wire. I hope so. That was fun. And you got Kittle, who looked good for the first time. Um, yeah, I mean, when I got to tell you, seeing it live, it's like, why don't you throw the ball to George Kittle every fucking Didn't time? Didn't he also get tackled on like the one yard line at some point in the game? I felt like he almost had a touchdown. Yeah, I think it was towards the end of the game. I think yeah. I think the score the score that uh, the score that Uzcheck, um made Kittle got tackled right before that on the six yard line. You maybe think of something else. Yeah, maybe it was that, but. I think he'll have a great game against Seattle. You know that's going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, and Logan Thomas, there's just too many question marks now with Heineke. I mean, I like Logan Thomas as a talent. I think he's a, a good football player, but you need a quarterback if you're going to be a pass-catching player, and he doesn't really have that. Yeah, I mean, the whole Washington fantasy stock just went down so so much with uh, Fitzmagic's injury. It's just... Yeah. You know, there was a lot of expectation going into that, whether it was Gibson, McLaurin, this guy, Thomas. Um, and it's just taken a big, big hit. Yeah. Okay. And then I don't like Julio Jones right now. I mean, if he plays and A.J. Brown doesn't play, then obviously, yes. But the nice thing is Wally does. Oh, shit. He has to make that decision on Thursday. Because if you aren't playing Julio Jones – you probably want to play Tyler Boyd with T Higgins out. Yeah. Why is, yeah. I don't understand why Tyler Boyd is on Wally's bench. I mean, he's a reliable high single digit target type guy. Um, he scored a touchdown last week. Uh, he's a good player. He's, you know, I might put him over Corey Davis, for instance. Yeah. I'd put him over Julio. No, I don't think you can sit Julio. Well, I think you're right. So I think what you do is you, you plug Boyd in and then if Julio plays, you play Julio over Corey Davis. But if Julio doesn't play, then you have Corey Davis to fall back on. But yeah. Yeah. Especially think, with with Higgins out. Yeah. No yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, you know, I don't know the running back situation in Atlanta, but it's interesting that Mike Davis, who I think is a starter is, is on Wally's bench also. You could see him being used in the flex spot. Yeah, but they just their offense has been so bad. It just he hasn't been great. He's getting out. Uh, I think Corderell Patterson is just getting so much work in the passing game and stealing about six to seven carries a game that he just hasn't been able to produce. Yeah, it's interesting. He's kind of just a shitty running back. You know, yeah. we knew that uh, watching him in Carolina. He well, was, yeah. He, the the only reason he was game. yeah, the only reason he was attractive was just for the situation he was in. He was the starter of an NFL team without any good backups on the squad. So you figure, well, they've got no other choice but give him the ball. But they ended up getting Corderell Patterson, a wide receiver, and are giving him running back looks. So when there's not the talent there, people adjust. Yeah. What a what what a what a just shit show of a scene and the Atlantic Falcons are I mean what a talk about a fall from grace yeah Matt Ryan, I mean he used to be a 
you know, a QB, a top QB in fantasy, and now he's just dog shit. Same thing with uh, Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, it, when it goes, it goes for these guys. And that, that worries me about Tom Brady because I feel like it's any year now we're going to see that type of fall off from him. But for now, he's still looking pretty damn good. Yeah, talk about a great move for Twiz, getting Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Okay, well, do you got any other uh, comments to make about anything going on in the league, in the NFL, in our league? Any of the matchups, anything catch your eye? Any players you want to bring up? Um, no. I, I mean, I, I, I mean, I think um, I'm a big listener to the pod. I love, I love everything you're doing. Um, I think that the next, you know, I think it'll be interesting to see what happens in the next couple of weeks. Um, and then I, I, I think it's pretty evenly distributed this year. A lot, a lot of people have you know, good backbones to their teams. So I think, it, you know, anything could happen and it'll be interesting to see what happens uh, over the next couple of weeks with injuries um, and trades. This is a, this is the around the time of year where trades start to get um, a little bit more meaningful instead of you start to see some star players being swapped based off how people are performing. So we'll see. Yeah, I hope so. Trades always make things more interesting, but I totally agree with you. I think every team in the league has a strong backbone and uh long season, you know, we got an extra game this year and with six teams making the playoffs, it really doesn't take much to squeeze into one of those last spots. So I hope everyone can just stay motivated, keep this league rolling. I think we're seeing a lot of good moves this year and uh can't wait to see what happens in week four. Thanks for having me on, Todd. It was, yeah. uh, it was great to be a guest. Thanks for coming on to the pod, and uh, good luck out there against uh, Wally. You're going down, Wally. All right. Well, until next week, this is Pits and Peril signing off. See you later.